Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Among the First, a pop punk podcast brought to you from Provo, Utah. Episode frickin' 11, dude. Dude, 11, dude. Dude. Dude, thought the horns, dude, 11. 11, dude. Count oh, em. yeah, dude. Connor, there's two of them. There's two. Well, one, one, 11. <laughs> 11. Episode 11. Among the First Pop Punk Podcast. As always, Vance and Quiggs. We're always or here. Or today, today, Peter LaFleur. Peter LaFleur? Yeah, from, from Dodgeball. Dodgeball. <laughs> that's, a, that's my Halloween costume. Oh, for real? Yeah. Dude, that's sweet. Are you guys going to a party tonight? Oh, yeah, we're going to a party tonight. That's sweet. My buddy's having his annual Monster Mash. Dude. Whatever. First time in four years that I'm, that I'm dressing up for it. <laughs> Peter LaFleur, that's good. Uh-huh. What's your wife going as? Is it a couple's uh, costume or she's going someone else? Well, she, she's an average Joe's uniform too, but she isn't as into it as I am. Gotcha. I have like a freaking, like, I have an American flag dodgeball. Oh my gosh. And I got like headbands and wristbands and stuff. This is the coolest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Do you just get this at the Halloween store? Uh, on Amazon, dude. Oh, break. Okay, I think Caitlin and I are going to go as Jim and Pam from The Office. Oh, that's sweet. But I want to go to the Halloween store just to see if we can find something like better. But... That's pretty good. Jim and Pam is a, it's always a classic. It is always. It's always a classic. You should wear the uh, Chris Bosch jersey. <laughs> or there's like a bunch of... Oh, that's when he dresses up with... That, that's when he dresses up with... Uh, Daryl and... Daryl and Kevin, right? And Kevin, yeah. Yeah, they're the big three. Yeah. There's a lot of good, funny episodes of... Uh, or Halloween episodes of The Office. We just we just went back like earlier this week and rewatched all of them. Oh, really? Just, like, oh, the Halloween ones? Specifically the Halloween ones, yeah. That's funny. We've definitely watched all the uh, Christmas episodes of The Office around Christmas time. Yeah. It's just but, classic. Yeah. Dude, that, so that's a sick Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. Um, dang. That's cool. So, yeah. What else is new? What else is new? Stranger Things 2 oh, came out. Oh, Stranger Things fan? Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like, like that's pretty basic nowadays, but... Yeah. yeah. I actually haven't seen season one even yet. Oh, no? I saw the first two episodes, and then... I just, like, didn't get super into it. And I know that everyone says you have to get through the first two episodes. It does. It does start off slow. <laughs> it does start off slow. But, yeah, I just... I never took the time to watch it again. But Caitlin wants to watch it, so we probably will. It's good. Dude, once you get, like, a couple episodes in, like... It's just, like, crazy what starts happening. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it, it Is does, it strange? It's, it's very strange. strange dude. It's bizarre, dude. The, the, the upside down... <laughs> Okay, I keep seeing things online, like like people, like the Diamondbacks, uh-huh. um, their Instagram, they posted a picture of the field, like, through a ball, yeah. like a crystal ball, it looked like it was upside down, and, mm-hmm. like, and then, like, all the text was upside down. Uh-huh. What the heck? But so, I guess it's Stranger Things. Yeah, well, because, like, what the idea is, is, like, there's some girl that has, like, psychic powers, uh-huh. and, like, basically, there's this, like, government agency that's breeding her, like, as, like, an anti-Russian weapon whatever okay just like bringing like a series of like these like psychic tele whatever have like all sorts of powers and stuff huh and so she breaks out of the facility and ends up ripping a hole into like this alternate universe what the where everything's just like upside down but then this evil monster sneaks out and starts like eating people and like snatching people away into its lair that's bizarre. but then like the, the, the sheriff like goes into it and like rescues the missing boy and stuff like it's it's nuts Hmm. It's nuts. And then season two starts out, and it's like, this telepathic girl that's like one of the main characters, like... What's her name? Her name is Eleven. Okay, so that's this... Have you seen this picture? Uh-huh. Yeah. Of the big, like, big black guy dressed up in dress he's with dressed, the he's, dre- he's dressed as L, man. 
Oh. Dressed as 11, yeah. Okay. But then it turns out, like, opening scene, there's, like, some girl that has, like, the same powers as L. Like, does, like a, like, a bank robbery or whatever in Pittsburgh. Okay. And uh, she has 008 tattooed on her arm. Meaning uh-huh. that, like, she was a failed experiment before 11. Oh, wow. And so, like, I'm sure she's going to tie in. Like, I'm sure, like, people have already binge-watched all of it. Like, I already know right. several people that have. Dang. How how far are you in? We just watched the first two episodes last night. Okay. I was watching the World Series. Ah, uh, yes. Astros won. Nice. Sorry to all the Dodgers fans out there, but that made me happy. <laughs> are you going for the Dodgers then? Or are you going for the Astros? Astros, I mean? yeah. I don't, I don't like the Dodgers because they just because their payroll is so high. That's true. Dodgers and Yankees just like spend twice as much as everybody else in baseball. Yeah, that's true. And I was kind of I think I was talking to Scott about it. Uh huh. Um, a couple of days ago, and he was saying, or it was a couple of days ago. It was like back when the Yankees were still, you know, almost there. Yeah. And he was just like, it, I don't want it to end up being the Dodgers versus the Yankees because it's, it's just, just like money, money versus, versus money. more money. It's just so. ridiculous. Yeah. It'd be like half a billion dollars worth of payroll. Holy cow. Playing baseball. Like, it's just baseball. Like, all you do is throw (laughs) throw a ball and hit it with a stick. Like, freak. That's so crazy. You shouldn't get paid $100 million to hit a a ball with a stick. That's just ridiculous. But you would do it if you could. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I would would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, so would I. I feel like I haven't played baseball since I was, like, uh, I think 12 was. I played three years of Little League. Mm -hmm. And my last year, we won the... Little League, like the league championship for my Little League. Nice. And I was the starting catcher. Ooh. And it was sweet. But my the first half of the season, uh-huh. I did not get a hit. Oh, no. I never got <laughs> on base. And then finally, I my coach was like, you just need to bunt it. You just need to you bunt, just the, need ball, to bunt the ball. And you can, you can outrun them. And so I bunted. And then after that, I never didn't get on base. <laughs> I was batting a thousand. You're, just a, you're batting a thousand. <laughs> literally batting a thousand. Literally batting a thousand for the second half of the season. Although I never got more than a single. That's funny. <laughs> and that's all you need, man. Yeah, I mean, get on base, play small ball. Yeah, and then we won the championship, and I caught the whole game, and it was awesome. Dude, catching is hard. Yeah, I caught one inning in my entire career, <laughs> and I was done after that. I was like, I'm never catching again. This sucks. Uh, what position did you normally play? Uh like center field. Gotcha. Or some right field, depending on on uh, who else is out there with me. Gotcha. gotcha. I, I wasn't the quickest, but I was pretty. I was pretty good out in the field. Nice. How was your batting, though? Batting, I was pretty consistent. Like I never hit for power, but like I would hit to the gaps. That's good. Like like I have a lot of control when I hit, but like I couldn't like rip it. When but, was the last time you went to the batting cages? Dude, it's been a while. We should go. We should go. That'll be fun. That'd be dope. I th- there's some in Spanish Fork. Yeah. There's I some wonder. in Orem, too. But indoors. From what I've heard. Yeah. Oh, I know of an indoor one. Uh-huh. I wonder if it's, like, super expensive. Or, like, all of them indoors. I guess in Arizona, there's, like, one indoor place, but then there's, like, a ton of outdoor. Yeah, I was going to say, but I guess in Utah, they, outdoor. they're probably mostly indoor. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. When do... I mean, baseball's in the spring. Yeah. I was talking to Scott, and he said that in high school, he's from Idaho. Mm-hmm. And then high school, his baseball team... Like, the first half of the season, it was so cold and snowy outside that they had to practice in the gym. The baseball team <laughs> had to practice so in the gym. That's crazy. I mean, in like, if there's, like, a mock batting cage, like, you can, like you can take hits, but, like, yeah. you can't really field. Yeah, you can't, like, play baseball in indoors. a gym. That's bizarre. Yeah. But, anyways, baseball's not our topic today. No. Pop punk is our topic. It's always our topic. As always. Every, everything relates back, right? It all, it all relates back. baseball. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, dude. Actually, I wanted to talk. Modern baseball is done. Do you hear that? No. Yeah, they broke they up a really? while ago. Or they announced that they were going to like take a long break. Right. But then like just a couple weeks ago, they announced their like, indefinite hiatus. They were like, dang, dude. Yeah. This game over. I think it has to do with the the singer, the main guy, his, like, he like attributed it to mental health issues. Oh, and yeah, And just like yeah, he yeah. couldn't keep going. Like it wasn't good for him. Like mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just threw, he threw in the towel. Yeah. Him. But the other singer, because there's two singers, so there's yeah. even three, I think, in modern baseball, because the drummer will sing sometimes, too. They have a lot of singers. I lose track. Yeah. I lose track who's singing. But the another guy from the <laughs> band, he started another band called Slaughter Beach Dog. Slaughter Beach Dog. Yeah, it's like Slaughter Beach, comma, dog. Okay. Like Slaughter Beach Dog. Or is it like Slaughter the Beach Dog? <laughs> I don't think See, it's about killing animals. That, that comma makes a difference, man. <laughs> the comma does make a huge difference. Slaughter Beach. But yeah, so I haven't listened to him yet. I'll check him out. I know that they just released an album yesterday, though. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw so. it on the, the emo subreddit. On the emo subreddit. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of emo music from that I found on the subreddit. Have you? Yeah. Actually, my brother, um, he... So I have an 18-year-old brother that's like super into rap. And doesn't really like anything else. Uh-huh. Well, I can't say that. He does like other stuff, but, like, rap is definitely his number one. And it's, like, he's, like, into rap the way I'm into pop punk. Sure. Like, most of the pop punk bands I'm in, nobody's ever heard of. Correct. Same with so him. He likes, rap. He, he likes, likes all SoundCloud. the SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> Dude, no joke. He was telling me that he wants to start a podcast, and he's, like, and I was, like, he was asking me where he should put it, and I was, like, well, you can host it on SoundCloud, but you can only have, like, so much space for free, and he's, like, sure. well, I pay for SoundCloud, because that's where all my, all my I favorite music I would pay for at. SoundCloud. <laughs> okay. Someone, someone's got to keep it going besides Chancellor Rapper, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, somebody's got to keep it going. So, but anyways, he was texting me yesterday, and he said that he found a band that he might think I like, and I was, like, I doubt it, but okay. Like, I let's doubt try it. it. And, hit, me, hit me, bro. And uh, it was actually way good. Oh, yeah? It was a band called Mom Jeans. Mom Jeans. And they're like this emo band from California. And it's, I think as far as, it, <laughs> as far as I know, it's just two guys. But they released an album last year called Best Buds. Oh, yeah? And it's pretty good. Are they are they Best Buds, dude? I think so. I think they're Best Buds. <laughs> That's cute. But uh, yeah, it was really good. And it was really funny that, that my brother was the one that... That introduced, that introduced you to me that? to that band. That's really and, funny. But I had seen them in the emo subreddit. I just never checked them out. Sure. But they have a song called Edward Forty Hands. Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> we all know what that means. Yeah. So, anyways, it was pretty good. It's a good. That's a good song. It's a good. They have a good album. Best Buds is a good album. Have you ever uh, done the gallon challenge before? Like drink a whole gallon of milk in under an hour? Yeah. Never. So we were going to do it, but Edward half gallon hands, where, you know, same principle as 40 hands, but you like you duct tape two half gallons of milk, uh-huh. and then like you can't go until you finish drinking it. Oh my gosh. And we tried it. It was, it was miserable. That sounds It was miserable. miserable. Did the... Did the... Half gallon slick stick to your hands? Yeah, well, there was like so much duct tape on it. Your, your hands are like sweating profusely and they're like super like, you know, like when you carry like a bunch of groceries in with like one hand and like you kind of like, oh like, yeah, your hand just like feel like feels like raw after uh-huh. that and just like, because uh, you have to like, you know, you're holding it up right. and drinking. Dang. Did you use skim milk, whole milk? I don't 2%? remember. I think, I think I use skim. I think skim would be the easiest one. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking, because it, it's basically water just lying about being milk. <laughs> that's a Ron Swanson quote. 
Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I think I think I used skin. My buddy used chocolate, and he was done after like five. Oh after my like gosh. Four minutes. Seriously. Just, <laughs> did he barf? Yeah. Oh. Did you throw? Oh, uh, I stopped before I got to that bed. Dang. How far was it? How far did you get? Did um, you finish at least half? I don't think I finished half. No, I think Dang. I got like maybe a quarter. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Milk that would be just, fun. That's just bizarre, dude. But I I hate drinking milk i cannot drink just straight up milk i oh, think it's no. disgusting really yeah no moo juice for you no no moo juice no cow squirt for you huh <laughs> no i can't handle it see i love milk but it screws up like my sinuses and stuff oh really yeah i get like all nasally and whatnot that's interesting yeah i mean it doesn't make sense i guess i feel the same way if i drink a lot of milk but i don't Dude. remember the last time i drank a lot of milk but anyways, let's get into this. Yeah. We wanted to talk today about pop punk cover songs. Cover songs. So not song, not like non-pop punk bands covering pop punk songs, but the other way around. Pop punk bands covering non-pop punk songs. Exactly. And I feel like this is this is kind of a cool topic because I think that a lot of the songs that they've done like primarily with the punk goes pop albums, yeah, like the, the punk whole fearless goes pop has been like franchise. revolutionary. It's it's yeah, it changed the game, and I think a lot of people have come to know and come to enjoy like pop punk bands because of those albums. I think so, and not only pop punk bands because on these albums there are, there are pop punk bands, but there's also like metalcore bands and like regular punk bands mm-hmm, and a lot of punk. So, but uh, I mean, I definitely. I wasn't into it when they first came out because a lot of the bands that Fearless had signed to them kind of were like no names that weren't that good. Well, I mean, the first Pop Goes Punk album was trash. Right. Punk Goes Pop. Punk Goes... Did I say Pop Goes Punk? <laughs> you did. Oh my gosh. It was just like, it wasn't that good and the songs they covered weren't that popular. Yeah, it was... Well, I feel like when they started out, they probably didn't have like a lot of money to, to throw at it. Right. So like, I'm, I'm sure they probably have to like pay the artist to like... Oh, that's true. Use their, like, have, like, the rights to use their songs or whatever. That's true. I never thought about that. So, I think, like, they're usually, like, a a little bit behind on the times, I feel like. Yeah. At least, like, a year or two, but... But then they started getting really, really good. Punko's Pop Volume 2 came out, and I think that was revolutionary for a lot of us that were in high school at that time. Oh, yeah. Like, I know for me, it came out, like beginning of 2009 i think so i was like a sophomore in high school yeah it's like i was like you know developing my pop punk tastes and whatnot (laughs) and like that album punk goes pop volume two and punk goes crunk yeah both of those i think were kind of revolutionary for me kind of like defining like which pop punk artists like which metalcore artists like i really enjoyed like and i really liked yeah no it's same for me i know that like, the first album, or the first song on Punk Ghost Pop Volume 2 is I Kissed a Girl, the Katy Perry cover by Attack Attack. Yeah. And at the time, I was super into Attack Attack already. Mm-hmm. And so, when that came out, it blew my mind, and I thought it was so cool. Because, like, Attack Attack is one of those weird, like, metalcore bands that had a ton of electronic influence. Yeah, they, they, were, they were weird a little bit. Yeah, and it was just, like, an interesting genre that no one had done yet, mm-hmm. and... And, but it worked super well for I Kissed a Girl because it sounded, they covered it almost identically to the way Katy Perry did it, mm-hmm. but then the bridge, they just screamed, yeah, the which bridge, I thought was the so bridge, cool. The bridge, they go off, yeah. Yeah, and I just thought that was so cool, and they thought it was funny to like just play it in the car with my parents or with my family because uh-huh. they're like, oh yeah, I know this song, and then all of a sudden it just like sudden turns on them. And the screamo goes, and there's like, ah, what is this crap, turn it off? <laughs> my mom straight up told me that uh, 
that kind of music sounds like the devil. No, she says, she says it sounds like Satan. And I asked my mom, how do you know what Satan sounds like? How do you know? <laughs> she listening to him, <laughs> yeah. huh? And then she did never say that anymore. That's she still so doesn't funny. like it, but that's fine. Uh-huh. It's not for everyone. It's not, <laughs> but it's, it's for, it's for the, for the elite. Yeah. Um, the one I think that stood out to me most was, uh, Over My Head. Okay, I, I yeah, yeah. I to remember off of that album. And yeah, I that's a great one. Had, had a day to remember covered, uh. That since Kelly, you've been since gone. you've been gone, have they, they covered that already? I think they did because that one came out on their album for those who have that part. Was for in those who have part, right? Yeah. So so like they already toyed with toyed with with pop covers before. Yeah. But I wasn't like the biggest fan of since you've been gone. Okay. Like I'll throw that out there. Like it's cool, you know. Like they yeah. they started this trend, but right, it just wasn't my cup of tea. But then, kind of like similar to what you said, you know, like they covered the fray like pretty closely. Yeah. And then I think in the second verse, they just like kick in like with the screams. And uh -huh. it's just like, this is, you know, this is what's up. Like I still listen to that song like all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, it's super it. good. I haven't listened to that one in a long time. But yeah, it's a really, really good one. And then they go on and, and through this like whole franchise, because we're up to volume, volume seven, seven now. nowadays. I mean, like... The newest one, Seaway, covered Closer by the Chainsmokers, which is, like, Closer is one of, like, the biggest songs of 2016, I think. Mm -hmm. Even pretty... 2017, it's been huge. Yeah. And, um, like, Boston Manor covered Heathens by 21 Pilots, which is a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, Grayscale covered Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Yeah. And I, okay, we talked about Grayscale last week because I saw them um, play with Four Year Strong. Yeah. And I've been listening to Grayscale a lot this week. Uh huh. I was just telling my wife that I listened to, I listened, they have three songs that I really love. Mm -hmm. Grayscale. They have Atlantic, Palette, and one other one. I can't remember what it's called, but I really, really love those three songs. Mm -hmm. And it takes to drive from my house to work. It's about three songs commute, and then from, it's a three song commute. And then from work to school, three songs, and then school to home is three songs. And so I listen to those three songs. Those three songs, and I just love them. But they actually, Grayscale had the chance at the APMA Awards mm -hmm. this summer to play "Love Yourself," and they're like a really like smaller band right now. Yeah, they're gonna go well do big things, but this this cover was so popular that they played it at the APMAs, which was I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, that's really, that's sweet. I did not, I forgot that. Yeah. Um, oh, it looks like, I haven't listened to this album. I listened to Closer by Seaway, and I wasn't uh -huh. a huge fan of it. I like the actual song, Closer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like way overplayed and stuff, but I like it. But Seaway, I don't feel like did a super good job. They did it. And then, I mean, and there, there are some songs that are hard to cover too. Oh yeah. Like closer specifically, like there's like a ton of electronic the chain music. smokers that like electronic, you know, and like they get like Halsey singing out, you know, it's just, it, it's not, it's not ideal. Right. You know, it, that's not, that's not an easy song to cover. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Seaway uh, does have a really cool cover song that's not on here though, that mm -hmm. they just released as a single. It's like a nineties song. Um, Oh, shoot. Let me find it real quick. It's so good. It's called... Oh, Hand in My Pocket. Yeah, by Alanis Morissette. Yeah, by Alanis yeah, Morissette. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Seaway covers that song, and that's one of my favorite pop-punk covers ever. It's so good. As, as, that's, I, for, I forgot about that one, but that's, that's top-notch. Yeah, like, that one should have made it... I mean, it wouldn't really go on a Punk Goes Pop because it's not mm -hmm. a popular song right now. Uh-uh. But it's such a good song. Punk Goes 90s? 
Yeah. I think that's a thing. They have like all sorts that is of, a thing. They have like all sorts of random stuff. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever, whatever they're working on. I don't know if Fearless is working on nowadays, but. Yeah. Well, there's definitely, um, let's see. I mean, we talked about Punk Goes Crunk, which is like punk bands, uh-huh. pop punk metal bands covering, um, uh, rap songs. Yeah. Like and they're like older hip hop uh-huh. songs. Yeah, and that then that was really good too. Like that that I think got me into a lot of metalcore, you know. Yeah. Bands like that. Like I, I know like I started like listening to Set Your Goals just yeah. off that album. Yeah. Um and Set Your who Goals else has was a on cool there? one. Um The Devil Wars Prada. The Devil Wars Prada, yeah, them too. They had uh, I had already listened to Devil Wars Prada. I was pretty into them when that when Punk Goes Crunk came out. Mm-hmm. But I thought their cover of Still Fly was so good. And I actually read a an interview with um, Mike, the singer of Devil Wears Prada, mm-hmm. about that song. Well, it wasn't about that song, but he mentioned the song, and they asked him about it in an interview in Alternative Press. Mm-hmm. And he said that a lot of the other bands on that album, that Punk Goes Crunk album, yeah. tried to make the song just like the original artist yeah. and make it sound similar, but I mean, with like guitars and drums and stuff, like real live music. Yeah. But... He said that he's like, there's no way that we we're going to try to do a rap song. Like, we're not a rap band. And so they made it a metalcore song with the exact yeah. same lyrics. And it's so sick. It's phenomenal. It's so cool. And I just like, I love, I loved old Devil Wars Prada where the screams were really brutal. But then like the, the highs or the clean yeah, vocals the were just really loud were... And, and high and just like yelling. and Oh, it just sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Like I could talk for a long time. This isn't a metalcore podcast, but I could talk for a long time it about kinda, how cool I mean, old it kinda, pop kind of is, or old Devil Wars products. I mean, all it's all related. Exactly. It's all related. It's all in the category. Yeah. Um, there's another, you were saying Punk Goes 90s. There's Volume 1 and 2. Is there really? But Volume 1 of Punk Goes 90s is like Volume 1 of Punk Goes Pop. Sure, I would not expect that to be good. It's just not very good, yeah. But I mean, I don't know how they knocked Punk Goes Crunk out of the, uh, out of the picture that they did. Yeah. So Punk Goes 90s Volume 2. Is, is really good. Falling in Reverse did Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I it's know really that cool. One, dude. Because Ronnie Radke, as much as people give him hate, like, he raps pretty well. He does. I think, like... I'm not a huge fan of rap like we've talked about, but I feel like his rap is is good. He's talented. He can talk really fast. And Chunk No Captain Chunk did All-Star. They cover All-Star, right? And they have a music video for it and everything. That's right. And I actually, when I was at Warp Tour, (laughs) they covered All-Star during their set. Did they really? At Warp Tour, and it was really funny. Yeah. So many many good memes about that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, Punk Goes 90. Yeah, they have uh, a little baby from Nevermind. Uh-huh. The Nirvana cover with the, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's but yeah, that one's the. They have gym class heroes covering "Under the Bridge" by Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, Cartel covers one. Yeah, this this is definitely two thousand and six. Right. Well, like Scary Kids covering "Losing My Religion." I actually have heard that one. I like that one. Dude, Scary Kids, Scary Kids, Scary Kids is where it's at. Yeah, seriously, they're so good. Hit the lights. I miss Scary Kids. <laughs> I miss them too. Um, I remember that was one of the first bands that I got into because uh, there was some kid and like, so when I like joined, was 10 or 11, like I joined Boy Scouts or whatever. Yeah. And some kid would always wear a scary kid, scaring kid shirt. What? Yeah. All so, the way in Detroit? Yeah, dude. So I would, I like looked them up. This is, this, this is back like 2004, 2005, whatever, right. probably. Right maybe, after their maybe, first album. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I see you. I yeah. see you, you know. That's cool. They're from... Um, they're from Arizona. Yeah. And 
they, I mean, they're quite a bit older than I am, probably like five or six years older. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you ask anybody in like the pop punk, like metalcore scene in Arizona, they all like claim to have went to school with scary kids. Oh, that's, same with I'm like sure. Jimmy Eat World. Like everybody Jimmy claims World. to have known somebody from Jimmy Eat World in high school, and and that's like kind of the same as scary kids. But mm-hmm. it, I think it's cool that that I did grow up in the same town as, as scary kids, and that's really cool. Although I never got to see them live, my best friend in high school mm-hmm. actually got tickets for Christmas or for his birthday. I can't remember to go see Scary Kids on their farewell tour. Oh yeah. Their final tour. Whoa. And him and I were best friends and he got two tickets for Christmas and his whole family was going to go to Vegas because it was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, um, because their, their reunion show or their farewell show in Arizona was on a Sunday and we weren't going to go on a Sunday. And so his family got him tickets to go see it in Vegas. He, and we were like having an argument that day or something. And so he picked another kid like oh, some other, no. he took some other one he of our did other you friends, dirty. and I was like, "What the crap, dude?" You got done dirty, dude. And I, I mean, yeah, it was. I was so upset. And then, like, after we had gotten back from our missions, he told me he's like, "I don't even know why I took that other guy." Like, we weren't even good friends. <laughs> like, I think we were just mad at each other that day. And I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's stupid." So funny, just like just, that's just how it, just how it ended up. Oh, I was so mad because Scary Kids is so good. Um, dude, let's talk about uh. Talk about Michael or Jackson Five covers. Oh yeah, of, uh, I want you back. Yeah, we found recently too. Uh huh. Yeah. So so that was the thing. So like back back before back when I was in high school, there is a uh, there is a punk cover album on Spotify called Motown Classics. Okay. And it's just like a bunch of like punk bands covering like Motown music. All right. And then they like took they like pulled it from Spotify like a couple of years ago. Interesting. And so, like, I had forgot about it until we were at just, like, that local, we'll call it oh. a concert because it wasn't yeah. a show. We were at a concert last week just, like, watching our buddies swing band, <laughs> yeah. ska. Disco band. Ska, disco, swing band, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. They're fun to watch. They're they're fun. Yeah. I don't ever, hardly ever listen to their stuff, like, mm-hmm. on Spotify. Never. It, but it's fun to watch. And it's, I know all the words just because I've seen person. them, like, five, six times now. Mm-hmm. Maybe exactly. even more. I think I've seen them more times, though. But, uh... They covered Jackson 5, and that reminded me of, like, A Loss for Word. Yeah. For Words covers it. And then you sent me, um, what was it? It was The Bears. It was Abandoned by Bears. Abandoned by Bears, yeah. Yeah, they cover it. They're like a metal, or they're like an easy core band from mm-hmm. from Europe somewhere. But they yeah. just played, they played in Salt Lake with Wired for Havoc Did last they summer. Really? 2016. Okay. Yeah. So that, that explains... Oh, you know of them? Right. Well, actually, I knew them before that. Did you know that. them before? Yeah, I knew them before that because Caleb told me about oh, them. Oh, Caleb. Caleb knows everything. The Almighty, the all Caleb, the, all, the pop punk Almighty. <laughs> Seriously. But, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was just looking at the pop punk subreddit, mm-hmm. and um, somebody had posted a video yeah. of them covering that same song, I Want You Back, by the Jackson 5. And it was just like, super happens random. all in the same week. It's yeah. Like, it's a sign. And well, and I like looked it up on YouTube, and they just released that video like two weeks ago. Really? So it's super new. That's funny. It's interesting. That's tight though. It was cool though. I think I like the Lost Rewards version a little better. Well, because it has uh, it has Dan and Alan from Four Year right. Strong on it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It's that that I like that a lot. Um, there's a couple other Punk Goes albums I thought were cool. Just mm-hmm. to mention real quick, I think that uh, Punk Goes Christmas. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is really good, actually. Have you listened to the August Burns Red Christmas album? Yes. That so one is so good. good. Do you know they do a Christmas um, concert every year? I and they just play all. Know that. I think the oh, album is called awesome. Sleigh Bells. Yeah, Sleigh Bells, right? That'd be cool if they named it like, or like Sleigh, like S L A Y. Oh, but it's not. I see. That's because that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, there. That's really good. I like the August Burns Red version. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me of like Trans Siberian Orchestra's version. Yeah. Um, of like Christmas songs, like super heavy. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. But oh, Father Christmas by Men Overboard. That's such a good song. Um, that one's really, really good. Okay, were you at the our ward party, like our church Christmas party last year, mm-hmm. where we stayed overnight at Spring Haven? I think so. I didn't stay overnight, but I was... I were you there for, like, the talent show? Uh-huh. Okay, I played Nothing for Christmas by Newfound Glory. You did. Yeah. I forgot about that, but you did do that. Yeah, and that's from this album, and I just kind of, like, learned the chords and played along, and it was really fun. That's but tight. Father Christmas by Man Overboard is really good. Um, mm-hmm. I Had a Heart is, a like, by Real Friends. Yeah. And it's, like, a Christmas song, but Real Friends put a really, like, real typical Real Friends spin on it, and it's, like, the most depressing, sad Christmas <laughs> song I've ever heard. But it's really good. I mean, it's a sad song to begin with, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely do not help matters at all. <laughs> um, Classic this, Real Friends. Like this Wildlife... Did Sleigh Ride. I'm not sure if that... Is that an original song by them, do you know? Or if that's... Is Sleigh Ride a normal Christmas Sleigh Ride song? is a normal song. Yeah. Well, they covered it really well. They do cover it well. Um, the Ready Set is on there, and they're kind of... The Ready Set's kind of not super relevant anymore, but I guess this album was released in 2013, so... Yeah, back in the day when they can get away with it. Yeah. Um, another one, another album that Punk Goes did was Punk Goes Classic Rock. Punk Goes Classic Rock. And, um, what I really liked was, and I might get crap for this, but Never Shout Never did Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, they did. And I think it's cool. Dude, Never Shout. Okay, well, that that makes me feel better about what I'm about (laughs) to say then. Okay. So, uh, there is, it isn't in the punk goes genre or like, uh, albums, albums, like that whole, uh, What's what I'm looking for? Label or whatever. Yeah. It's called Rock and Romances, though. Okay. And it isn't, it isn't like, punk bands. It's, like, well, there's some, like, punk bands, I guess. But, like, the scene aesthetic covers okay. Love Story by Taylor Swift. Ooh. And, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I'm, like, you know, I lose I lose my crap when I hear this the scene aesthetic sing. Dude, Just I because, love Because, like, I, I love the back and forth between the two of them. And, like, their voices complement each other so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, like, they knock Love Story out of the park. Do you think it, that's like, better than the Taylor Swift I like version? it, like, this This might be blasphemous, dude, but <laughs> I like I like when the two of them sing. Nice. Sing it better than Taylor Swift. That's cool. I don't think I could ever, I mean, about her her original amazing stuff nowadays. Right. Any covers better than her <laughs> crap. But you know, from from Don't back, tell my wife. From back in the fearless, you know, speak nowadays, you know, like like you can't touch that crap. That's true. And then scene aesthetic comes along and just That's just tops it. That's cool. I didn't actually I don't know if I've heard that. I saw the scene aesthetic. Did I tell you that? I've no. seen them in concert. Yeah. I've liked them for a long time. And I think when I was eighteen Mm-hmm. they came through Arizona and we went and saw them and 
It was kind of a funny story about that show, actually. It was in this venue called The Underground, which is like a normally a hardcore venue. Right. But that day, um, I don't know if these bands, if you'll recognize these bands or these groups, but Plug In Stereo. Uh-huh. They have a song called Oh Darling that was really popular. Um, Carter Holsey, who was, he like is really close with Never Shout Never. And oh, like okay. opened up for them a lot. And, and he plays like this folk country music that's really good. And then... Um, he is we, yeah. And then, um, scene aesthetic all played in one show, That's and it was cool. really cool. It was like one of those shows. It wasn't. It was in this little tiny hardcore venue mm-hmm. in a basement called Underground, and it was really cool to see like just like a bunch of like people just chilling while they listen to music, and it was really fun. But it was funny because these are all like small like acoustic or like just chill bands playing down low, mm-hmm. and then at this same venue right upstairs is called the Nile Theater. Yeah, and it's a bigger room. And there was, like, this, like, death metal concert going on <laughs> where, and it was crazy because you could see, like, the upstairs was full and you could, like, look up at the roof in the underground and you could see the floor bending, like, <laughs> like when people would jump up and down. That's and so funny. I didn't, at the time, I didn't know who He Is We was. Yeah. And so during their set, I just went upstairs and watched, like, these metal bands and it was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. And it was funny because, like, the singer, it was, like downstairs they were like singing about love and mm-hmm. like dating and and all this like like stuff like that and, and then, then you go upstairs just going absolutely nuts and the first thing i hear is upstairs is this guy's like i hate kids i'm never gonna have no kids and then he just like starts this like metal <laughs> song and i was like what in the world but it was sweet that's so funny and so it was fun to just like take a break from like the chill stuff go up and like run around and mosh pit crowd mm-hmm. surf a bit and then go back down and chill and again. go back down and chill it was fun that sounds that sounds like a normal day in the life of my Spotify. <laughs> exactly. I just go back and forth. I just I love it all. Exactly. I love it all. Um, but so to finish off, let's just talk. I don't know if you're super familiar. This isn't like exactly cover songs, but it's like pop punk parodies. Yeah. But do you know Jared Alonji? Uh huh. Okay, so Jared Alonji has these parody bands that he's made and he's written all this music for mm-hmm. so like the pop punk parody band that he's made is called sunrise skater kids and they have a bunch of songs like a whole album and i thought it was super funny when it first came out i thought like all of his like cliches and memes about pop punk bands that he puts in these songs are perfect and super relatable and super relevant and super funny um and i thought that everybody thought the same thing but then if you look online, there's a ton of people that hate that, that, that he's making fun of people, even though like he's in the scene, you know, like it's mm-hmm. not like he's an outsider making fun. Uh-uh. He's definitely in the scene, but he's making fun. It's like he's, he's making, making fun, fun of, of like himself. Exactly. Like Mormons be, making fun of Mormons. People will go and like get offended, you know, yeah. like, like everybody's going to get offended by something, you know? Well, and there was like this whole big deal. Like he has this video on YouTube called mispronouncing band names Uh-huh. and he just like mispronounces these a bunch of band names and it's super funny. Yeah. And he started this whole controversy with Knuckle Puck <laughs> when he pronounced their band Knucklepook. Knucklepook. And so like Knuckle Puck, the band like got super upset with him uh-huh. and he was like making all these parodies about them and memes about them and and they have this song or they have this shirt that's like a green shirt with black letters that just says Knuckle Puck on the front. Yeah. And then he made a shirt that just says Knuckle Puck, and it was selling better than the Knuckle Puck <laughs> shirt. And I guess, like, Knuckle Puck got super upset, and uh-huh. there was, like, this drama, this beef online about it, and it was crazy. And I think that they're all good now, but 
it was so weird because I thought it was so funny and I didn't think anybody would get real offended about yeah. it. I feel like if anything, people are like, what the heck is Kanuklapuk? And then they look exactly. up real knucklepuck and then they love them. So. I mean, I mean, like that's the old saying, right? It's like any publicity is good publicity. Right. And I mean, it's just, everybody's going to get offended by something. That's crazy. It's just the society we live in today. It, yeah. It's sad. It's terrible. It is. Everybody's offended. Everybody it's like you is. log in online and you say, what am I going to get offended about today? Uh-huh. <laughs> or like, my favorite meme is this, like, there's some dude, like, tiptoeing around, like, a bunch of laser beams, like, in, like, a security uh-huh. belt. And it's, like, me trying to to make a meme without offending anybody. Oh, yeah. And then some dude comments, like, my mom died in a laser <laughs> accident. Like, what's your problem? Like, what's your problem, man? I think I've seen that. That's pretty funny. That one's been circulating around for some time. Yeah, everybody's been offended forever. Everybody, it's, it's just going to be, if it's not one thing, it's something else. Dang. So that's, that's my message today is lighten up. Have some fun. <laughs> Listen to some covers. Rilo Ken, dude. Rilo Ken. Rilo Ken. That's uh yeah that's that's a song that Jared Alonji made mm-hmm. as like a parody on Kylo Ren obviously in Star Wars and it's really funny. It is. It's great. It's a great song. And all of his parodies are great. Yeah. Because they're just lighthearted. Exactly. And that's what we need is some light hearts. Exactly. But well to finish off, let's pick one pop punk band that or pick one cover song that we mm-hmm. talked about today or, okay. that, or that we haven't. For people to go and listen to. What do you think? Oh. Oh. This is hard. Pressure's on. I have to, I have to narrow it down to just one. Huh? Just one. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, 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 oh, okay. I'm going to go with Glad You Came by We Came As Romans. No, you did not just read my mind. Did I? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that one was really, really good. So that that's off of that's off of Punko's Pop Volume Five, right? Six. It's, it's off of six. Wait, wait. No, oh no, you're five. right. It's off of five. Uh huh. I listened to that song more than you. That should be mine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so like I really like Pop Punko's Pop Volume Two, and like I was really into it back in the day. And then three and four were bad, or like not that good. Not to me. as good. Yeah. And so I I, I had kind of given up on the whole like concept like industry for a while mm-hmm. you know of like this punk cover songs thing and then i had a roommate who was like yo listen to listen to uh glad you came by we came as <laughs> romans and we literally listened to it for like an entire semester like, like we would just jam like whenever we were like driving or like at home or whatever and it was like the best semester of my college career <laughs> because we were listening to the amazing song that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. That one's sick. All right, okay. you, wait, you can have that one. No, no, you take it. Okay, because I, I found another one that I think is cool, too. We'll see I, if I, I'm, I I'm reading your mind. I, I don't think you're going to read my mind on this one. So this is off of Punko's Pop, Volume 2. Okay. Right? The, the, the great one, the all-knowing, right? We didn't talk about this, but Bayside... Their oh. cover of Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston. So good. Because I just love Bayside and you know, they're they're like emo y punk pop, pop mm-hmm. punk, you know, like <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting all my names confused here, all my <laughs> P's. But uh no, I just really like their style of music and the way that they cover it, I just I like it. It isn't like in it isn't like in too intense, but it's just like they stay close they stay close to the original. It's true. They, they just add their Bayside flair to it. No, I, yeah. I love Bayside. Yeah. 
No, yeah, it's definitely a good one. And they don't get enough enough attention nowadays. I agree. Well, because I think they're dumb, but... Yeah. They never got their fair shake. They're good. Well, awesome. The other one I thought was Blame what was, It. What was your backup? Oh, Blame, Blame it. it. Buy Off Mice and Men. Mm-hmm. I think that one's sick. But, anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, hopefully, you guys find some cool cover songs that you like and hopefully listening to a cover song by a pop punk band or a metal band gets you into that band and, and actually you go and look up their their original stuff their original as long as it's better than the cover right because yeah. there, there's some bands that uh, peak with <clears throat> punk goes pop cough cough our last night <laughs> <laughs> basically 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 but yeah go listen to uh, go listen to chocolate by canoe Pook. <laughs> That's a good one too, and we could actually talk a long time about how they don't like that song anymore. They yeah, don't play it anymore. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, quick update: there is actually an Instagram. I made an Instagram this week. Oh no! For yeah, for among the first. So go ahead and look up among the first. It's at X among the first X. X, dude. So just put an X Skater at the beginning X. and end, and you can follow us on Straight Instagram. Edge. Um, if you have any dank pop punk memes, send them to me. And I'll post them. The dankest memes. We'll even tag you to all 40 of our followers right now. Oh, yeah, 40 followers? Yeah. That's amazing. I'm following like 200 people. Nice. I'm just trying to get more followers. Trying to get our... Marketing a podcast is hard. Yeah, it's not easy. No. It ain't easy like, being cheesy. It ain't easy being a pop punk podcast in 2017. No, man. But I we're not the only ones, though. There's another podcast called The Strange House. Yeah. That's really good. And they just interview, they for some, I don't know how, but they have like connections with bands and, and they've interviewed some really cool bands that I liked and their podcasts are really good. So check out The Strange House also. But catch us next week. If you have any ideas of what you want to hear us talk about, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or Reddit. I'm always posting on Reddit. You can find me at X Vance Johnson X or Meme Lord Quiggs. Meme Lord Quiggs. Everything. Have a good week, guys. Stay classy.